bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics, I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are talking about the week in reality TV. Girl, how fucking crazy has this week been already? The shit, it really is bananas. Bananas, the shit is bananas. <laughs> I mean, do you know how the song goes, Mama, or did you forget? The shit is bananas, beat. A-N-A-N-A-S And it is Trump Anna's T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S And it is Sanders Anna's Anna's C-S-A-N-D-E-R-S-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S And it is Biden Anna's B-I-D-E-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S What about Warren Anna's? It's Warren Anna's I wish it was Warren Anna's W-A-R-R-E-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S Reminds me of Warren, Warren, Bo Boren, Banana <laughs> Fana, Fo Foren, Me, My, Mo Moren, Warren. Buddha Judge, Puddha Judge, Kuddha Judge, Puddha Judge, Suddle, Judy Judge, Buddha Judge, Kuddha Judge, Buddha Judge, Buddha Judge. It's so crazy, and it's like we're back from Australia. My voice is in a microphone, there's no <laughs> echoing. Mm. I every single piece of audio that we exported out into the universe mm. was shite. Yeah. For the last, I don't know, Months. three weeks. They were yeah. all late. Yep. Then when you got them, they were subpar. Um well, <laughs> listen, it's all relative. If you enjoy an echoey, reverberated um can one, hear one voice one louder than another loud, right. <laughs> then maybe the sound was good for you yeah maybe that's some people like a very gamey situation <laughs> yeah, some people love a gamey naked and afraid type podcasting sit yeah maybe that's what so we're doing well you can't say we didn't we you, nothing would nothing could stop us at least there's that ain't nothing gonna stop us now ain't nobody gonna hold us down except a heavy comforter filled with coronavirus that we had to put over <laughs> our heads and you know what? I feel like we have kicked, caught and kicked coronavirus at least six different times. I think so. I think so. We've, we could, somebody could come get a vial of our blood mm -hmm. or a canister of our urine mm -hmm. vaccine. Oh, for sure. They got the vaccine. For sure. They got the vaccine. For sure. Just get a little bit of it. If you. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. I found it. I, I can't believe it, but. All it took was a, a vial and canister of these drug addict girls' <laughs> blood and urine mixed with Sour Patch Kids, Red Hots, mm -hmm. soy sauce. Exactly. And salt. Fruit tea pebbles. Fruit tea. <laughs> and fruit 
Chitty Pebbles. I'm going to stand out on the street to your neighbor, Mike, who likes to use a table saw yeah. and a guitar. Yes. And I'm going to say, yo, Mike, you can get a canister of pee for five bucks. Vial of blood. That's going to cost you 20, Mike. How do you want your vaccine, but, homie? But you can have a bucket of poo for free. <laughs> but I'll shit on your face for free. Uh, I'll shit in your mouth for free, Mike. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys know the meme with the eagle. It's Pam. It's my mom Pam's favorite meme when I tell you I made her life where it's a picture of a mean bird. It's not even an eagle. Mm-hmm. It's a mean bird with yeah. a mean beak mm-hmm. that Julie would definitely want to hold and have it peck out her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's like... When you walk into work and your boss simply asks you to do something in your job description on a Monday morning and you're like, fuck off. I'll shit right in your goddamn mouth. <laughs> it's more than that. It's two so things. Good. But it's so, so great because the bird's so mean looking. It's like so a drawing. Mm-hmm. You're just like going to work. Hey, um, would you mind getting that filing uh, down to files <laughs> by like 11? Fuck off. I'll shit right in your goddamn mouth. <laughs> do you think birds try and shit in our mouths? They probably do, huh? Because no. they try to they try to shit on our heads. You think that they aim and try and shit on our heads? Well, yeah. Well, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I swear that's common. What? Well, do you think that it's shitting on your car? Do you think they just fly and shit? Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't. They see things, and it's kind of like like anything, like marking or like us. You just you get the feeling, and you try to make your shit go somewhere i think it's actually animalistic to try and have your shit have a destination interesting (laughs) i never thought of it that way like natural selection Hmm. i like now i can think of birds flying around like as that's part of what they do (laughs) you know where your shit birds flying (laughs) high you know where you shit your shit is on my car. <laughs> That's right. It is on my head. It's on my backyard furniture. It's on my tree. It's on my house. It's on my door. Feeling good. <laughs> and you're feeling good. You're feeling like you got good luck. It's like you're like, oh, my God, no. But Patty, it's good luck. Me? No, it's good luck. And she's like, the party's ruined. <laughs> and you're like, but it's okay. And then it, you try to fix it. And there's shit in someone's hair. And they're horrified. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. And then you just feel gross after that. You know what I do? I'm now having a thought that that's why the shit's white. It's white and black. And why is that? White and black. Why so, is it so white they can and see black? It from far <laughs> exactly. away. Now I'm thinking so they can see it from far oh, away. They definitely try and dive bomb you on purpose. You see them hovering over and you're like, fuck off. <laughs> well, shit right in your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Girl, she thinks she's going to shit in my mouth. No, I, I just didn't think of it. Now I like now. Now I'm because sometimes you sit and wonder. What do birds do? Well, you know, they're they have to eat. Oh. They have to get from one place to another. They have to go to the warm weather. They have to they have to make their shelter. They have to do their <sighs> nest. But part of their whole day is considering where their shit's going. Oh, they go. even make fake nests. Mm. They do. They're tricksters, man. They're the original evilinas. Yeah. Cats came from birds uh, and yeah, they're vindictive agreed. little shits. Yeah. So, yeah, Ugh. no, you see them hovering. You'll notice now and you'll be like, God damn it. These birds are stalking <laughs> me. They want to shit on me. They like hats. You know, like they like bright colored things. So if you're wearing like a bright color and you see them you're like, great, they think I'm in the toilet or they're trying to make me the toilet. <laughs> Telling you, you're going to see it now. I am going to see it now. So for anyone who's new here, I'm sure you're plenty turned off. So um, thanks for coming and goodbye. 
But uh, usually <laughs> when we're on time in town and not drunk, meow, meow, right? The podcast comes out on Tuesday. But this Tuesday was super mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah. So we wanted to wait and find out the preliminary results of the Super Tuesday voting before we posted the podcast. So that is the reason that it's late again. <laughs> but not for nothing, we are probably going to be doing a lot of Wednesday posts between now and November, depending on how close the race is, yeah, right? because everything happens on Tuesdays. That's right. For, for whatever reason. Tuesday. Tuesdays for whatever reason. Well, if you don't like waiting an extra day, you can always... Sign up for our Patreon <laughs> podcast where you can choose to get one or two more podcasts from us per week. And you can listen to those while waiting for the regular weed. Regular weed. Right. Yeah, yeah. If that sounds sexy and exciting to you, then go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. It's $1 for one podcast and $2 for two podcasts. They are both an hour long and come out every single week. And also, meow, meow, don't forget, there's more to joining the Patreon than just more annoying hours listening to us, okay? There's a whole community of awesome fucking people over there. It's like Facebook, except it's not insidious and toxic. Actually, it's nothing like Facebook. But it's, it's like it is kind of like a social media situation, and our Patreon friends do talk to each other on there. Mm-hmm. And even though we don't talk politics on our Patreon podcasts at all, the friends still do talk about it. So mm-hmm. don't think it's just a bunch of Kardashian goons. No. Hanging out. <laughs> the only goons are me and you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, Brian Anderson, who is one of our most fave Patreon friends, sent us the best message that warmed our cold, dead, drug-addled hearts. He said this. Quote, I'm proud to say you guys inspired me so much over the years from listening to this podcast that I took a bus from Burbank to Nevada and went door to door bugging a.k.a. canvassing to get people to go out and participate in the caucus this weekend. I was volunteering with the Bernie campaign, but it was more about just getting people the info they need to make their voice heard and vote. Thank you for all the work you do. I never would have done anything like this if it wasn't for DGP. Also, my friend and I rewarded ourselves by getting a hotel on the strip and staying a few extra nights in Vegas for the first time. I would never do door-to-door canvassing again. It's not for me, ha ha ha, but it was cool to try it once. How great is that? It's great. Listen, Bri, you pretty much did an entire Julie Brandy experience there. It yep. was like you tried it, you hated it, <laughs> you got fucked up on the Vegas strip. <laughs> and what's basically funny, what it's all about. Yeah, and also you make sure you do the you try the thing for one day, half a day or maybe a couple hours, but then you do the reward for several days. Exactly. You're looking at a week's worth of partying. Yeah. So you can be like, wow, and really just get out the Mm -hmm. feeling of why the fuck did I do that? (laughs) Yeah. So I just think that is so. It's awesome. Like, and Brian is somebody that we hear from on the Patreon. Like, Mm -hmm. he, you know, he comments and posts on there. And so it is like a family and we love him. And that was, I mean, they always come in right when I'm like, fuck you. I'm quitting the podcast. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, look at this message. <laughs> That's so nice. It's so true. They they have saved they've saved this podcast many a time, many a time. And if that wasn't a gift enough, meow meow, we mm. got some actual Ashley gifts mm. from two of our favorite Patreon celebrities, our erotic third Devin Vrana, <laughs> and the man meat in our lady sandwich Jason Moss. Okay, we love them both. Mm-hmm. It was I was actually legit surprised to even have any packages waiting at the French yeah. proprietors <laughs> of our mailbox. Nice. So 
now Devin Vrana got us a giant tub. When I say us, I really mean. I mean, I can tell you, Devin, Meow Meow already took a bite of some. I made her <laughs> laugh and half of the popcorn came out into the tub. So then she put the top back on and goes, that's for me now. <laughs> she And I said, but which flavor did it go into? Yeah, I didn't no. see. I mean, once you Probably do spewing, all of them. it's yeah. going over all of them. It's coronavirus popcorn now. So, <laughs> so the flavors are cheese, cheesy corn, delicious, caramel corn, mm-hmm. and chocolate caramel corn, otherwise known as zebra corn. My favorite is the cheese because I like a savory. Because you cheesy bitch. I sure <laughs> am. So I like the cheese. I love the cheese. Then we're going to... Chocolate caramel, then to caramel. I love the chocolate one. Yeah, it's good. Now, um, Dev, I want you to know, <laughs> little fun fact, we used to fucking rock the cheese and the the caramel corn mm-hmm. um, on people's couch. Yeah. Because Meow Meow love popcorn, and I would be like, <laughs> this is the kind we're getting. And I would eat it all before we started filming. That was the, and that that's a well-known fact. That's actually <laughs> a commonly known um, factoid about people's couch was that she would eat all the snacks and I have to be like, Meow Meow, God! <laughs> So, but I don't know that anybody realizes that we would get that popcorn. That. So it's so funny, Devin, yeah. and like so sweet of you. Yeah. She said, wait, dear DGP gals, that's a lot of D's and G's in one thing. Costco trick fucked me and canceled your original order. Hope this actually gets to y'all. Happy Mitt Romney is a national treasure day. I will take the victories wherever I can find them, no matter how small. Love you, Devin Vrana, a.k.a. O.E.T. <laughs> I like our, that it's our, oh, erotic yeah, our erotic third, erotic third. rather than Y E T, like your erotic yeah. third, or just erotic third. Yeah, I like it. Now, um, what is she referring to there, Mimil? She's referring to what I'm assuming is when Mitt Romney got up and gave his very powerful speech about how he was going to vote for more witnesses to be seen at the impeachment trial of Donald Trump, and he went against almost every single Republican. I think there was one other one that voted for that, but he was he stood alone. He stood alone. He was the one tall That's Mormon right. blowing in the wind. Yeah, just blowing in the wind on the top of his car with his dog. That's right. We were we were celebrating Mitt. We were celebrating Mitt mm-hmm. too, um, Devin. And you know, you do have to take the small victories. And at this point, with um, in the middle of Super Tuesday and with November mere weeks away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I swear, I'm gonna like fart in the wind and november is going to be here yeah like straight up yep well now we got our meat man uh jason moss he got us these baller ass chubby wooden kiwi figurines from crate and barrel the card said you both now have your very own stylish kiwi to remember your trip to new zealand enjoy jason moss can i just say uh hassan julie got the popcorn in the crate and barrel it's basically said popcorn on the box and it said the crate and barrel box and she picked them up from the french people and i don't know if these were both there while we were out of town, or how long they'd been there, usually they bug up our nuts the second, like, yeah. something. Hello, so- you have something in the, <laughs> in the way. We need you to come right. get it, please, now. Like, aren't you our storage facility? Isn't yes. that what we pay you for? Yes. Keep our mail we as long as we want. We cannot barely live in here. We can't. <laughs> we can't survive with your packets in here. So, I was just thinking, like, that it was someone packed up a gift right, in a crate right, and barrel right, box. Right. I was like, ain't no way, no how, nobody ordered us some shit right. from crate and barrel. I got to say, that is the most expensive piece of anything inside Julie's place right now. (laughs) She certainly never had any tchotchke on the level of that. That's like straight up sculpture. They're wooden and they're not little birds, which I know this is like my mom loves like a little 
some little oh, figure like little thing. Kitty, like yeah. a little kitty. <laughs> she looks <laughs> sort of birdie kitty. Yeah, so mm-hmm. these are bigger. They're substantial. They are they are baller. They're the beaks yep. and the feet are like a, some kind of brass maybe or yeah, something like that. Maybe. And then they're chubby little kiwis. They're mm-hmm. chubby. Mm-hmm. And they're so fucking cute, Jason. Yep. Like and we're we're keeping them together. We, we I'm not taking one to my house. That's gonna mess up the whole thing with them. They need to stay together. They need to be chubby and poking <laughs> into the ground and fucking hiding because you can never see them. Yeah. And we've already put them center stage. Okay, yes. center stage yeah. because I'm like, has this bitch ever had a tchotchke on the level of this? Nope, I haven't. It's so whimsical and so cute. I'm it. sure he spent approximately eight hundred and fifty dollars each. <laughs> Knowing Crate and Barrel. I am now going to turn into a lady who has figurines. They of don't animals. even look like figurines, so they, they look very they're unisex. They could be in a guy's house for sure. Oh, that's but true. But the whimsy is just in how Ugh. absolutely cute they are. They're so cute. While being art. It's just they're so cute. It's so sweet of you, Jason, and so sweet of you, Devin. Yeah. With the spit popcorn and the 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 <laughs> The Kiwis. up, the vomit popcorn. No, it wasn't vomit. It was more just no, backwash. It was, like a, it's backwash it was like a spit take. Yeah, spit like take spit popcorn. Take. Oh, you you'll eat it. Oh, I will. I already had you, some. Actually, I was it. like, I was. I opened the lid, shoved in popcorn, and was like, "Where's the sour patch kids?" <laughs> Which, by the way, thank you for everyone who's. I I have to go to the dentist. I literally have to go to the dentist. So I have a. Well, Julie's like, well, I mean, I'm not sure they're around, and I'm like, no, I don't see them. And she's like. I've been eating them, okay? <laughs> now it's time for Eye of the Shitstorm. Mm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. Okay, so the... Only shitstorm that matters this week is the primary shitstorm that hit half the country on Super Tuesday. And no, we don't care about the fucking coronavirus <laughs> at all. But we will be discussing that later. That said, the eye of the shitstorm started on Saturday in South Carolina, and by Sunday, the shit hit the fan and covered every single state voting on Super Tuesday. And this time, the shitstorm had a name: Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you want to? We harmonized yeah, it. Let's try. Joe, you, are you low? Okay, 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 okay. 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 Joe, Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't know how to do bass. Joe Biden. I can't never do. I can't harmonize because I can't keep. I can't keep the thing. That was good. But then you got to go. Joe Biden. <laughs> Maybe we need a longer song. My mom is somewhere. Uh, saying why <laughs> why where'd i go wrong she used to try to make me do it in the car and then i'd always just sing like her like yeah, she, that's she'd the go, problem you're changing i can't do over it. to me and i'd be exactly. like mom stop abusing me <laughs> with your singing game exactly it's hard it's hard i do that do that thing. you get sucked into the other person's thing okay so we can't really tell you what happened on super tuesday without first filling you in on the joe biden shitstorm that led up to it okay so if you're sitting here waiting on who the fuck's going on with Super Tuesday? You're going to need to wait to this next segment, okay? Because in three short days, the Democratic primary mm-hmm. presidential race and, in fact, the entire Democratic Party as a whole mm-hmm. split down the middle, forcing every single one of us to pick a side. Yeah. Now, going into Super Tuesday, Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg 
were the frontrunners after dominating in Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada, leaving Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren in trouble. And also, you know, everyone else. Who else was there? Klobuchar. Oh, boom, bloom, Bloomberg. Boomberg. Boomberg. Boom. Boomberg. Boom. Boomberg. Yeah. Mike. Right. Boom. Boomberg. Mike. <laughs> so boom. Boom. Boomberg. He wasn't even on the fucking ballots. But yeah. So the thing was, though, is that last week when we get came to you from the closet, the <laughs> South Carolina primary was the Saturday before Super Tuesday. OK, so basically last Saturday. And a significant amount of the Democratic electorate in South Carolina is black. So it was basically a do or die situation for Biden if he wanted to prove that he was a viable candidate that black people would rally behind because everybody that was obviously the whole thing with Obama and whatnot. And he and, you know, in all those white tragic states, (laughs) you know, it was like people like thought anybody was a front runner. It's like, who cares about those states? No one. Right. So basically, everybody was sort of waiting on South Carolina I stupidly said, let's just throw it in with Super Tuesday. That didn't pan out because South Carolina (laughs) ended up being the fucking game changer that that Biden needed. That's right. He won South Carolina by a higher margin than anyone had won a state so far. Bernie had been winning with only 25 percent of the votes in Nevada and New Hampshire. And Biden won South Carolina with over 50 percent of the vote. And that was huge. And that was a thing for everyone. And everyone's heads exploded. And we're like, Gots to mobilize, gots to change it, <laughs> got to do it. And also, that's the thing, right? I mean, it was like, you know, besides the fact that those fucking states didn't matter, and I really hope by 2024, or whenever the fuck this comes up again, that we get some shit. California, Texas, and New York need to start. That's just how it needs yeah. to be, or Massachusetts or whatever. But sorry with all due to Iowa and New Hampshire, but you ain't going to start the shit. <laughs> and in mean, South Carolina, too, fine, start there. But right. the existential problem that everyone was having was that it looked as though Bernie would run away with the candidacy with only 30% of support from Democrats. Right. And they didn't want that. They wanted it, you know, they. I don't know who the proverbial they is. But it's I think crispy onions. Yeah, it's Tom yeah. Peretti. I think we can assume it's the middle voting Democrats and the mainstream media. Right. So the game changer of South Carolina was, in fact, a game changer. And it changed everything literally overnight. OK, Julie and I were out in Burbank knocking on doors and campaigning for Elizabeth Warren when a lady opened her door and Julie said, hey, We're with the Elizabeth Warren campaign and we just wanted to stop by and see if you were going to vote in the election on Tuesday. And the woman was like almost crying and said, well, I don't know now. I was going to vote for Mayor Pete, but he just dropped out. She literally did a movement with her hand and then opened her mouth and then shot her like she was shooting herself in the head. That's how (laughs) torn up she was about it. And then Julie and I are standing there with all the fucking documentation in our hands, like with our mouths literally hanging open like our mouths were open and we were just staring at her like like, are you fucking shitting me right now i probably said that too (laughs) on her fucking doorstep in burbank are you fucking shitting me now she informed us that he had dropped out that was shocking we tried to talk about elizabeth warren or whatever and at that point she she had she was she just wasn't hearing anything she said she might at the end but then she but she also told us that it looked like he was going to endorse Joe Biden. Right. So Julie and I walk away from there shell shocked. And just a quick side note, if I may, dare I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on our volunteering efforts. Yeah. Um, 
we're just way too lazy, too busy, and too jet laggy after Australia to be volunteering for anything right now. Anything. But we did do it so that we could get priority entry into Elizabeth Warren's speech on Monday night in East L.A. That's true. So if it surprises anyone that we did it, please don't be. We also signed up to do phone banking and then we flaked on it, <laughs> which we felt bad about. But then we also felt good about because it's more on <laughs> brand for us, you know, not for nothing. Like Brian Anderson said, knocking on doors really isn't our thing. But I have to say the experience was really cool and really informative about our neighbors' houses mm-hmm. and, and, you know, their vibes. And, and what people have in their entryways. <laughs> exactly. Their doormats <laughs> more than anything. Mm-hmm. But honestly, everyone at the volunteer place was just awesome and the energy was awesome and i think you know kind of like you're in the right place if you feel like they're like-minded people and there is honestly no other candidate who could have gotten us out there particularly the day after we got home from fucking australia Mm -hmm. besides elizabeth warren and i mean gotten us out there at any time besides elizabeth warren and i include obama in that so i am so happy that we did it, Mamiao. Yeah, I'm happy so too. happy to be a part of it. Honored to have done it in my lifetime and to have done it for her. I only hope that we see another candidate like her that makes me feel that way. And, you know, I'm I'm happy for whoever gets it. You know, I'm going to be yes. excited. I'm excited. But I'm 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 glad that we got to get in there at the last minute for fucking yeah. Liz for Liz. You know, I wish that we had a sign that said for Liz <laughs> for Liz for Liz. You know what I mean? Because it was for Liz and it did feel good. And it was it was great. Too bad in the middle of it. We found out Pete <laughs> Buttigieg dropped out and was going to endorse Joe Biden. And then later that night, we found out that Amy Klobuchar had dropped out and was also going to endorse Joe Biden. And then the next night after that, standing for three hours, by the way, <laughs> side note, BTW, right. three hours waiting to hear Elizabeth Warren speak. We found out that Beto O'Rourke's tall ass came back to life and decided to show up at Joe Biden's rally and endorse him, too. So, yeah, uh, that really was too bad. All I can say is I feel for the people who fucking spent six months of their lives doing the Hillary Clinton and even Bernie Sanders. But it wasn't even just people did Bernie Sanders. He lost to Hillary Clinton. Then those people went on for six months and campaigned for Hillary Clinton. And then she lost and or even a year. And we knew people and it was like people are crying their eyes out. And I'm like, I felt personally offended from having done 40 houses and standing for three hours. I was like, how fucking dare you go out and endorse (laughs) Joe Biden after what I did? Did you not know what I fucking did yesterday and today? Do you know how long I've been standing here? You wait until the end. You wait until the fucking end to say who you endorse. And I mean, come the fuck on. When, 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 when have you ever heard of people gunning hardcore, meow, meow, to be president and then less than 24 hours before 14 states are scheduled to vote, they decide to drop out and endorse someone else? Like, really? Really, Pete Buttigieg? Really? You, oh, you feel that strongly? Oh, really, Joe Biden? He's like your son, Bo. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure you guys hated each other less than a day ago. Fucking... Pete Buttigieg was talking... They all talk shit about Joe Biden in every fucking debate. Every debate. Uh. And you're broing out now? Like, could anything be more disingenuous? And it's like... it. It was so fucking bananas and it did feel like a slap in the face. It really, particularly because we were out walking around in the heat and coming across people who had already voted for Pete Buttigieg and stupid fucking Amy Klobuchar. (laughs) And now their votes are wasted. And those could have been votes for Elizabeth Warren. I mean, granted, they're probably going to go to Bernie, 
or Biden, but they could have been for any of them. Yeah. It's fucking rude. It is fucking rude. Three million people voted early in California alone. And it wasn't just a slap in the face to us and Liz. It was a slap in the face to the Bernie campaign and all of his supporters. It was a slap in the face to the people who donated money and volunteered their time to Amy and Pete's campaigns. It was a slap in the face to the people who already voted for them and wasted their votes. And ultimately, it was a slap in the face to goddamn democracy. I'm sorry, but it was. You took your glove off. You walked up to democracy and you went, excuse me, sir. Or you knocked on the door and said, we're here from the campaign right. and then when they open the door slap slap <laughs> slap three times fine andrew yang i can tell you this i donated ten dollars to his campaign and the next day he dropped out but he wasn't i don't see him endorsing anyone like right. have some fucking class i'm sorry but i find that i think it's disgusting and it was a thinly veiled attempt clearly for the leadership of the democratic party to wrestle control away from the people the people aka us you guys us us they the Democratic Party is trying to control the narrative and control the candidate. They did it in 2016 with Hillary Clinton. And you know what? They shit the bed. They they owed it to the country and all of the registered Democrats to let the Bernie story play out. Even if it plays out badly and he loses, he deserved the chance to win fair and square or lose fair and square. No one needs crispy Wasserman <laughs> Schultz. Like Mama said, fucking what's the other guy's name? Tom Perez. We don't need their cronies putting a banana in the fucking tailpipe that's okay right. that's right no one's falling for your banana in the tailpipe we see what you're doing we all see what you're doing bernie sees it elizabeth sees it we all see it and it's just like it's that's bullshit, why she's, dude and you gotta assume that's why she's not dropping out yet she's like i'm not gonna be fucking controlled and i'm gonna let it play out and she'll probably have to drop out in the next week because the numbers will be the numbers but still fine you gotta let people vote and you're right they owed it to the people to let it play out Bernie needs to either win or he needs to lose. And that's going to be it. Or let it go to a contested convention and let it play out like that. You could have let 30% of the of the vote go to Bernie Sanders and then it would have been contested anyway. It might not have so even what? had to go to a contested convention. I get maybe why Crispy Wasserman Schultz doesn't <laughs> want. Bernie Sanders isn't a Democrat. He doesn't, right. he doesn't contribute to the Democratic Party yeah. during the year. He doesn't. He doesn't throw in his support with them. He votes his own way. He answers to no one. When you're a part of the Democratic Party, it's fundraising. It's a whole bunch of work. You know what I mean? And, right. and he doesn't do it. And he's not part of the team of the Democratic Party. So I get them being like, we don't want to fucking support you. You don't support us. If you don't want Bernie Sanders to run as a Democrat, then the DNC should just change its rules. Either be a Democrat or don't. Right. You want to run as an independent, then run as an independent. You want your revolution? go have your revolution go start a third party but if you want to be a democrat here's the things that you have to do you don't just get to be a drain on the system and never give into it the revolution could have gone in different ways and it didn't and they didn't they, they had four fucking years to mobilize and set up the rules and deal with bernie sanders and get this right and instead we ended up making it unfair to stop his revolution and right. it's just it's just a bummer Now it's time to give you the news you've all been waiting for and probably have already heard, quite frankly, <laughs> on Super Tuesday Street. Sunny day, sweeping up, away. On my way to where the air is Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Super Tuesday Street? 
how to get, get to Super Tuesday Street. It's Super Tuesday, you guys. Do you know how to get there? Yeah, you just follow the DNC <laughs> to a fixed rigged fucking situation. What? I'd like to get mm. off the street, personally. Seriously. Well, after the eye of the shitstorm, <sighs> we spent all day and all night on Super Tuesday Street, and we still don't have the full results. But we've had enough pontificating and predicting and mathematizing to last us a lifetime. And at the end of the day, everyone who was going to vote for Bernie did. And everyone who was going to vote for anyone but Bernie voted for Biden. <laughs> so out of the 14 states on Super Tuesday, Joe Biden won 10 of them. Alabama, Arkansas, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Virginia, Texas and Maine. And Bernie Sanders won four, California, Vermont, Utah, and Colorado. It was tight. Yeah, you know, California has one of the biggest, has the most delegates of any state. So, like, for Bernie winning California, he doesn't get all the delegates. Winning is more for bragging rights. Like, for in a lot of these states, there was only, like, 20 delegates separating Bernie and right. Biden in a lot of the states. So, it's not necessarily, it's like, sure, he won 10, but really they were kind of neck and neck. Sometimes they, they crushed it and sometimes they were close. So it's all about delegates. And right now, as of midnight last night, the New York Times estimated the delegate breakdown as Biden with 661, Bernie with 586, Elizabeth Warren with 101, and Bloomberg with 112. Crazy. Bloom, I just can't deal with Bloomberg. I don't want to get into a big thing about Bloomberg throwing his white male privilege into the ring, but it really is a just like, oh, that's right. That's right. Biden and Bernie are coming out of Super Tuesday as the only two viable candidates. And I'm not going to lie. We were pretty disappointed. Mm -hmm. I did shed a tear. Yeah. My um, obnoxious, sugar filled (laughs) shit storm rants have dwindled down into I mean, I wouldn't say it's going to be a depression because I'm excited either way it goes. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm bummed out and I just feel gross. But I know it's a competition and so many people love Bernie and they're super excited today. And so many people hate Bernie and are relieved today. (laughs) But that's just not how we feel. Mm -hmm. We like Bernie and we like Biden, but we loved Elizabeth Warren. And honestly, it's. It really isn't losing to Joe Biden that feels bad. It's feeling like the cool kids in the Democratic establishment got together and made her into a joke. Yeah. There's something about Bloomberg being there, too. It's just like she's being knocked down, knocked down, knocked down. And I don't understand or we can't understand why there isn't more support for for her in the party and even from the other candidates. And you're right. Bloomberg did make it feel just so much more. The fact that he won anything and got a percentage of anything against her said to me that I couldn't help but be like sex. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, I I just don't get it. Why would you want Bloomberg over Elizabeth Warren? I don't understand at all at all. I kept trying to like channel like thinking to myself, there's so many people who love Bernie Sanders and they might be disappointed that he didn't you know that Biden still pulled ahead because ultimately Biden won the day, Super Tuesday. But there's so many people who love Bernie Sanders who are still excited because they still have their guy. And then there's so many people who are scared shitless that were just like, we're screwed and we nobody's coming together and we're not united. And so for everyone to unite around Biden, there's so many people that feel great today and they feel relieved and they're like, yay, we're going to beat Trump no matter what. And I want to just dip into it and be like, I'm with you. I'm excited, too. And I guess I just have to get I just have to get through 
being bummed out for the per- the people, mm-hmm. all the people that I liked, and I felt like people should vote from their heart. And and I know Elizabeth Warren said that in her speech too. That was the only way she was going to get anywhere is if people voted with their heart. But this just wasn't the year because people wanted to be really calculated and they didn't want to end up with him in there again for four more years. And there was no believing in something scary or taking a risk. There right. just nobody wanted to take a risk. And you know, which makes sense. It does. And you're right. And at the end of the day, we're not losers. We're going to win no matter what, and it's all good. Yeah. But we do need to get through the hump, and and, and, and validly so, get through the hump of feeling like, you know, I just don't want a lady right now. Yeah. But maybe there'll be a lady <laughs> VP or hopefully a black woman VP or a person of color of some kind, and, you know, it's not just going to be like a big whitewash wall. Well, now it's going to be interesting because the fight is clearly going to be do you want the revolution? Do you want the massive, massive, massive change that Bernie is offering? Or do you want the safe sort of center, Democrat, liberal, still progressive, but not like, you know, way left, whatever. And that's the that's going to be the fight that I think is going to play out now. That's the philosophical fight. But I think that the fight on the ground that a lot of people are going to be talking about is that Bern- they'll say Bernie can't beat Trump. And they'll say that Bernie won't won't be able to flip the Senate. And that's going to be what people will be arguing in terms of Biden. And there's more states to come. I mean, next Tuesday, we have Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota and Washington. I mean, all in all, there's only been like 17 or 18 states that have gone so far. So there's a lot more states to go. There's a lot more people in the country that can can step up and and have their voices heard. You know, we particularly us on Super Tuesday, we were screwed. People, we were screwed, we were manipulated, and all of these decisions that were made in the final hour should have been made a month ago or even more. Well into, you know, well past several debates ago, these things should have decided, these people should have dropped out when Kamala Harris dropped out if they were going to drop out. You know, it's like... It's one thing for Andrew Yang to stay in and drop out. Andrew Yang's not part of the establishment. He wasn't pushed by anyone or, you know, forced Mm -hmm. to do it by anyone. He was trying to do something crazy and he was an outlier. So fine. But with Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg, like you don't drop out in the final hour. And so we all all of these votes were wasted. They they were screwed. You know what I mean? They were period, which was rude, was very rude. rude. And like what you had said before, too, just like Kamala Harris has not endorsed anyone. And Andrew Yang hasn't endorsed anyone. It's like you can drop out and still be classy for a while and maybe like just hang back, you know, see what happens. But this was like clearly a focused thing by the DNC that was like, you guys are going to drop out and people are going to like their votes are going to be wasted or whatever. That's fine. But if they were going to vote for you, then they're going to go ahead and vote for Biden because well, you're going to endorse Biden. And at the last minute, we're going to tell them you're who you're endorsing and then they're all going to stand in line to vote and just be like, OK, our decision has been made. Right. So you guys, everyone else in the in the rest of the country, you know, obviously we only have 14 listeners. So <laughs> please, you know, your friends and family and everybody at work, you still have a, a you can still think about who you really want to vote for. Don't think about who right. is going to be Trump or right. decide what you prioritize and what matters to you and vote from there and at least. At least the next set of of states have a week to think about it and talk about it and chop it up. And it's not just a rushed thing at the last minute. Like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. Right. I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) What can you I mean, it's like watching the news and what we want to stay away from is 
the constant fucking pondering about what people are going to do and blah, blah, blah. Like, here's what happened. Biden won. He won because the DNC got behind him. Bernie's being undermined. You know, it isn't fair. We're not, our votes are not, they're not letting the people just vote for whoever and let it play out. And that, the, the point of all of this was to let it play out. We should have let everything just play out. However it's going to go, let's just let it play out. But they didn't let, they didn't, they controlled what we're doing and it fucking sucks. And that's what feels bad too. Certainly. And if we're going to, if we're going to manipulate people's votes, I know that we're excited and we like Biden and we do and we understand we understand the good things about Biden and, and why, you know, it would be great to have him as the candidate. But if we're going to manipulate people's votes, isn't it just akin to gerrymandering? And we're just like the fucking Republican yeah. Party. It's not a democracy. It's a it's a elite group of elected because the DNC is elected. Those people have to run for that. Right. And it's a elite partisan group of people who are deciding what they want, you know, the party to represent in what way. And they're not you know confined to what constituents think they're not senators they're not house members they're you know they're not in congress right so they're just making this you know decision and i guess that's what they're paid to do but it's not fair and it is undermining bernie and and elizabeth and it feels bad yeah it does but <laughs> this is where we're at yeah. this is what's going on so we're gonna get into it and we're gonna like we've been saying from the beginning we're gonna support whoever the nominee turns out to be Whoever the nominee the DNC um, has chosen, <laughs> we're going to we're going to vote for. And either way, we can't really lose. We can't. We really can't. It's just like Trump does need to go. And whoever gets in, we want Democrats. And either one of them is going to want to flip seats. Yeah, I mean, I know we sound like low energy and, and <laughs> bummed out. And the truth is, you know, we are. But ultimately, it's not because... Like I said before, it's it's not because Joe Biden won the day or because he's doing awesome. And we like Joe Biden and we like him a lot. And it's not because Bernie lost the day or because Bernie was undermined. It's because democracy was undermined. Yeah. That's it. We don't want the process to be unfair to anyone. And at least at the very least in this situation, we have two really good people. Yeah, we, we, we cannot lose. But where we lost is with democracy. Now it's time for So There's That. Okay, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a ray of light shining through the clouds of shit hanging around the political atmosphere right now. She hates doing it, but I'm promising her that if a Democrat wins in November, then we can change the segment to, and that's why I'm still mad. <laughs> but for now, we are stuck with this pretend uplifting bullshit. So tell us, Meow Meow, what is your so there's that moment of the week? This week, it really feels like time is in a standstill of Super Tuesday, voting, Bernie, Biden, and who else has dropped dead of the coronavirus? Now, you may think I'm insane. Because I am. <laughs> but since we deconstructed voting ad nauseum and I can't spend the rest of my life talking about koalas and wombats and kiwis, this is where we are. Now, I would like to flip the script, if I may, on something that you may think isn't good at all. And how am I going to color in these lines is going to be very, very far fetched. But isn't every so there's that? I mean, they're barely so there's that <laughs> at this point. It, they're pretty much just like, ha ha, <laughs> fuck off. Glad you got bad luck. 
That's right. Well, get your coolers out and make the salsa and guacamole, and let's talk about the coronavirus, or as I like to call, the corona light virus. <laughs> Why? Because the shit is light. The hysteria, the panic, the hoopla, the fear. It's ridiculous. As far as full beers go, this is not the Black Plague Lager. This is, <laughs> this is a goddamn light beer verging on Corona Zero. Now, I don't want to be so glib as to say it isn't killing people, but as far as a plague is concerned, there's more people in the hospital right now with the flu or pneumonia than there will have died from the Corona Light virus when this is all said and done. Now, I'm not a scientist, and who knows? Maybe the shit will metastasize, and I'll be proven wrong, but I don't think so. Scientists are telling us, as of today, the shit is like the flu, and we're all going to get it. The people who are at risk of dying are elderly and those who have a compromised immune system, so those people do need to beware. But the rest of us, honestly, drink some emergency, wash your hands, and shut the fuck up. Let's look at exactly what the coronavirus is. Coronavirus is are a large family of viruses that typically attack the respiratory system. The name comes from the Latin word corona, which means beer. <laughs> Just kidding. For crown and the ancient Greek coronae. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Meaning garland or wreath because of the spiky fringe encircling the viruses. Oh, that's kind of like what your character on Mass Singer is going to wear. Exactly, exactly. Most coronaviruses infect animals such as bats, cats, and birds. Only seven, including COVID-19, SARS, and MERS are known to infect humans. And, you know, coronavirus that we have now is the COVID one. Uh, by the way, coronavirus started in China this time, and it's being surmised those assholes got it from eating bats or other tortured animals because it's not enough to kill chickens, pigs, and cows. We need to kill and eat and torture everything. And yes, China is the one special country with a tortured dog and meat festival. And let me tell you, if I had the money, every one of those motherfuckers would be blown the fuck up. Here's an idea. Stop black market exotic animal trading and eating. And quite frankly, anyone who died from this fake plague because they indulged in the practice... Good riddance. What are the symptoms? The shit is like a cold. Overall, the researchers characterized 81% of the cases as mild and 19% as severe or critical. Okay? There's also evidence of asymptomatic cases. And it's possible that as we discover more of the cases, COVID-19 will seem more like a seasonal flu than oh, like SARS. What about okay? the guy that had to go hide in his room and got full flu? He's like, oh, and he's British. He's like, I haven't had the flu in 10 years, doll, or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, and we were like staring at him, like backing up, like, you clearly got coronavirus, bro. This leads me to face masks. When we traveled in China and Japan, the level of face mask wearing and selling was of an unprecedented level. Everyone was wearing these stupid fucking masks. And now, since Corona Light is broken here in the States, I'm noticing assholes here doing it too. I mean, from Brody Jenner on down, honey. Well, in regards specifically to coronavirus, in regards to, this is a response and a quote about wearing masks. Quote, the average healthy person does not need to have a mask and they shouldn't be wearing masks. There's no evidence that wearing masks on healthy people will protect them. They wear them incorrectly and they can increase the risk of infection <laughs> because they're touching their face more often. The one time you would want a mask is if you are already sick and you have to leave the house. If you have the flu or think you have COVID, that's when you would put on a mask to protect others. In your house, if you feel like you're sick, you should wear a mask to protect your family members. I mean, I That's just not why they're wearing masks in China and Japan. No, because they don't they think that they're, they're it's right. going to prevent. But that's not. And they're just it's ridiculous. Well, it's, clearly it doesn't prevent. <laughs> clearly. Since it's an offshoot of SARS. That's right. Now, this leads me to Mike Pence. 
Trump put Mike Pence in charge of the coronavirus task force, which is one of the funnier things Trump has done in his comedy special. Now, I'm not the first person to say this, but dare I say, Mike Pence in charge of the coronavirus, a man who believes the Bible is real, a man who believes prayer is a literal thing. He does not believe in science, and he's the head of the coronavirus task force. In their first meeting... I like to believe he instructed everyone to pray. And upon holding hands together, they all got coronavirus. Exactly. I, I, this now, th- now he this probably is believes ju- it's a plague upon gay people and bad Chinese people. Probably. Right. It, probably. Or like Chinese people are not into God or whatever. Right. right <laughs> not right. God's people. Right. Now, the reality, however, is this dumb idiot went and visited Florida for a fundraiser just eight days after he was named the (laughs) nation's point person on coronavirus. He met 44 students from the Sarasota Military Academy. He shook all their hands. And then one of the students' classmates is now under self-quarantine because he was possibly exposed to coronavirus. According to a leader at the school, Pence's office had to reach out to ask if the vice president could possibly have coronavirus. Okay. Fingers crossed. Fingers (laughs) Fingers <laughs> crossed, asshole. You would think as the leader of the task force, you would know at the very least you aren't going to be shaking people's hands right now. Also, discourage other people oh, to shake hands. God. Dipshit. So, and so I say right now, I am so happy to learn that these dumb masks everyone is clamoring to wear are useless unless you're already sick and trying to keep your sick breath in your own face. They're annoying, off-putting, pretentious, and are adding to the waste problem. So stop with the masks. As far as the, the virus is concerned, in its most sinister, in its most sinister, the universe was letting us all know to cut the shit on eating exotic animals and start fucking appreciating the animals we already eat because it's already excessive. And in conclusion, it should make us all feel better knowing Mike Pence is the head of the coronavirus task force, affirming the fact that the shit is nothing but a cold that could have been unleashed by the Trump and Putin administration in an attempt to make chaos during the Democratic primary. And we should be comforted to know and be reminded that Trump is a huge germaphobe and you can be sure that if there was a real threat of a real deathly virus, the last person he would put in charge of anything is Mike Pence. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. If you're new to us and you managed to make it all the way through this obnoxious <laughs> episode, then you might be the perfect candidate to sign up for our Patreon podcast. Just go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and check it out. You can choose $1 for one podcast a week or $2 for two podcasts a week. If you were in any way offended by anything you heard here today, (laughs) just know we don't talk any politics on that podcast. And while that might make it sound more relaxing, it's not. It's just as annoying and inappropriate (laughs) as this one. It's just not about politics. Correct. And as for this podcast, it's been real and it's been fun. (laughs) But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And democracy. Hey. I've never said democracy so much. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. 
Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man. With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the race is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 